Hey babes, welcome back to another episode of Holy Babes Podcast. I'm your host, Quinisha Pleasant, and we are on episode number 13 today. Today's episode is called Promise Keeper. We'll be talking about how God keeps his promises to us, what it is that we need to do to make sure that we are able to receive everything that God has for us. So it's not as easy as just praying for it and it just happens. That's not how it works. And for a long time, I used to think that's how it works. You just pray for it and wait and God will give it to you. Um, I'm going to show you guys something that the Holy Spirit revealed to me. And I'm going to give you guys some new insight to how it actually works and the things that we need to do to make sure we are able to receive all that God has for us. We're going to start off in Luke chapter... 1 verses 39 through 45 and it says at that time mary got ready and hurried to a town in a hill country of judea where she entered zachariah's home and greeted elizabeth when elizabeth heard mary's greeting the baby leaped in her womb and elizabeth was filled with the holy spirit in a loud voice she exclaimed blessed are you among women and blessed is the child you will bear But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. I wanted to include this because I want you guys to see how um, important it is to believe what God has promised to you. To believe that the Lord will fulfill those things to you. It's incredibly important to believe in him and trust in him and trust that he will fulfill what he has told you that he will fulfill. Because when you trust and you believe in God, then you start moving accordingly. It's easier for you to move and walk in faith. You believe what it is that he has told you. Therefore, there's confidence and you're confident in moving forward. You're confident in just continuing to push in that direction of what he is calling you to do and what you know that he has promised you to do. Faith in your God, you have faith in what he is going to do in your life. Gives you, He gives you this confidence in this, not in an arrogant way, it's still in a humbling way, but you just have confidence. You have confidence that you know what's going to come. You know that God is working on your behalf. You know that what's to come is not going to be anything short of amazing because you know the type of God that you serve. And that alone gives you just so much peace it gives you so much peace because you believe in him you have faith god does not lie if he has promised you something it will happen but we're going to get into what you need to do to make sure your blessing is secure and that you are able to receive what he has for you because it's not as simple as just praying and then you receive it it wouldn't be a relationship if he just gave you whatever it is that you want and you weren't working towards it and have any type of relationship with him or you didn't try to have conversations with him or you didn't seek him that's no relationship and that's what he wants because we are his children otherwise this would just be religion he's not a genie you don't need to just seek his seek what his hands and what he can give you you have to genuinely seek him we'll get deeper into that because i think a lot of people don't know what it means to seek him what it means to take delight in the lord and i didn't either until recently when I did the study. (laughs) So it's really good to really know what that means and have an understanding of what it means to connect with God, what it means to be in the quiet place, what it means to be able to receive all that he has for you. 
So the next thing we're going to look at is Jeremiah chapter 29 from verse 11 to 13. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So to me, I took from this that you have to seek God. You have to pray to him with your whole heart and you will find him and the outpour of the blessings that he has for you you will find those as well because unless you seek him you will not find those things when we pray to him and we seek him with all our hearts we are delighting in him we are in his presence we have to be in his presence to receive those blessings now let's go to psalms chapter 37 verse 4 Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So notice how it doesn't say delight in the Lord because he will give you the desires of your heart. You don't wait until you get what you want to uh, delight in the Lord. That's not what it is. It's delight in the Lord and then you will get the desires of your heart. But you can't do one and expect the other. You can't not delight in in the Lord and expect to get the desires of your heart. It says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart and do this and then you will get the desires of your heart. So the thing that you have to do is take delight in the Lord. When you Google the word delight, you know, it means to take pleasure in. So take pleasure in the Lord, you know, be grateful, you know, that whole thing. No, that's not what it means to take delight in the Lord. That is not what it means. We'll get into what it means in a second, but this is not this is a two-way relationship. I'm not saying that God won't bless you when you haven't done what you're supposed to do. What I'm saying is you won't be in position to receive it. You won't know what to do with it even if he gives it to you. I'm not saying he won't bless you. I'm saying when you get it, you won't, you won't even have the equipment that you need to know what to do with it. You won't have the tools that you need. You won't be shaped and sculpted and molded to be able to even handle what it is that he's about to give you. And you might just fumble the bag. So we're going to go ahead and look at what the word delight means in Strong's Concordance. So the Strong's definition of delight is to be soft or pliable. And the Strong's number for that is... H6026. So God wants us to come to him with our whole hearts. And that is exactly what Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 12 was saying when it said seek him with your whole with all your heart. The word pliable means to easily bend, to be flexible. So God wants us to be flexible. He wants us to be okay with change. He wants us to be able to be vulnerable with him. He wants us to have open hearts. He wants us to be able to give him all of us. He wants you to open up to him. He wants you to say, God, here I am and be ready to receive. Be ready to receive the blessings that he has for you. Be ready to receive his love. Be ready to be able to have everything that he wants to give to you. So with all that being said, 
it's time to be okay with being sculpted by the sculptor. Let your guard down. Be vulnerable and let him mold you into what he has designed you to be. What he's trying to shape you into so that you will be able to fit into those plans that he has for you. He has to shape you. He has to take some things out and replace other things and show you what needs to be fixed. He is building you. He's building you. You forget that we are new creatures now. And sometimes he wants to add to us. He wants to add to us. Sometimes he has to take some things out and show us, you know, we we need to let go of that and I'm going to replace it with this. But sometimes we're not ready for that. Sometimes we don't want him to touch certain things. But he is the only one that knows what the next step is. So you have to allow him to critique things and fix things and replace them and do all that needs to be done so that you can be able to have everything that he has for you. Be able to receive what he's trying to give to you. And when you don't, you're going to fumble the bag. And just not giving God your all and being open to him and giving him your heart is going to stop you from reaching your full potential. So when he gives you those blessings, you have to be ready to receive them. I believe the Holy Spirit is telling me that this is why people receive blessings and don't know what to do with them. They are only halfway doing what God is asking them to do. And it's causing them to trip over their own blessings. We have to be ready for different. We have to be ready for change. We have to be ready for that shift. If you're telling God, I want a new job, but you're not asking him what it is that you need to work on, what it is that that you need to fix so that you will be ready for this job. He's calling you to higher places and you're not trying to be a person that can fit those higher places. You still want to be the person that you were at the other job. And he's saying, I need you to do these things so that you can be ready. And you're, you're, you don't want to move. You don't, you don't want to change. But you're asking him for that blessing. You have to listen to him. This is where being obedient comes in. It's hard. It is. Because it's uncomfortable. But again, that word pliable means to be flexible. Doesn't mean you're always going to enjoy it. At the end, you'll be happy that you were obedient and you were able to receive that blessing that he has for you. But you have to seek him. You have to spend time with him so that he can shape you and mold you to be able to fit his plans for you. He does not want to harm you. He wants to give you a new life. He wants to give you a promising future. He wants you to prosper. Just like it says in Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. He is your father. He wants nothing more than for you to fly and spread your wings and just do what he has called you to do. We can't be hard-headed. I'm in a season of preparation and he's telling me what I need to work on, things that I need to do. And I'm not trying to hear that. (laughs) I wasn't trying. I really wasn't trying to hear that. And... I felt so convicted um, when I did this study, but that's okay. It's all about being transparent and sharing with you guys what I learned and growing. 
And we can't grow unless we cut off the dead ends. Cut off the things that are dragging you down. Otherwise, you're just allowing the devil to drag you by your foot. All because you don't want to be obedient to your dad. Be obedient and everything will fall into place. And it's uncomfortable and it's, you know, your your emotions try to get in the way and your flesh is trying to tell you to go this way and your your spirit is saying no we gotta listen to jesus and everything is just everywhere and it's it's tiring it's emotionally draining it's spiritual warfare it's a lot of things happening i understand i know but we have to stay focused you will not go underwater if you stay focused on him if you want to float if you want to walk on that water look to jesus Look at Jesus. Don't lose focus. He will show you how. The moment you overthink, the moment that you take your eyes off of him, you will sink. But you will stay afloat if you continue looking at him, asking him for guidance, letting him lead and guide your steps. Just like Peter when he was walking on water, he was focused on Jesus. That's exactly what you need to do. You have to focus on him. And if you're anything like me, trusting is super hard. It's hard for me to let my guard down with anybody, but God isn't just anybody. Let your guard down with God. You may not be able to trust man, but I can assure you that you can trust him. He will not harm you. That is not in his plans, nor is that the type of heart or the type of God that we have. Trust him and trust his words and trust his plans for you. Trust in the promises that he is making to you. He keeps his word. Let's go to Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. It says, God is not human that he should lie, not a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? Again, God is a promise keeper. There's nothing that he will tell you that he's going to do that he doesn't do. It doesn't matter if you if you mess up if he has told you he's going to do that he already knew that you were going to mess up he already knew that you would go back to that old sin that you've done before before he decides to promise you these things he already knows he knows what you did he's know what he knows what you're going to do he knows what you're doing right now he knows all but if god has promised you something he is going to do it we can't even fathom everything that that he knows, everything that he is going to do, everything that he has plans on doing. But when you go to that secret place and you get in the spirit and you seek him, and he gives you a glimpse of what he has for you. He shows you the things that he needs for you to do to get in order. He, he gives you a little sprinkle of what's to come. Girl, you better take it and you better get in order. You better get ready. For the blessings that are about to come, he has given us a way to have access to a sneak peek. And y'all not, nobody wants to tap into that. Nobody wants an exclusive look. That's what the Holy Spirit is for. That's exactly what the Holy Spirit is for. We're going to get deeper into that. But that's what the Holy Spirit is for. He is trying to give us an exclusive look. And it's like everybody wants to to sit in the VIP section, but don't nobody want to put in the work. Go and seek him so that you can be seated in the VIP section. So God will fulfill every promise he makes to us. He is not a human. He is a truthful and faithful God who wants nothing but the best for his children. 
He knows you're imperfect. He knows you need him. So don't try to act like you can do this on your own. Don't try to pretend like you don't need him. Come to him now before you fall on your face. And then you have to drag your way back to him. I always wait until I fall on my face before I come back to him. Come to him first so that he can give you the game plan so you don't fall on your face. And you're able to accomplish all that he has set before you. He does not want to harm you. He wants you to come to him. That is why he wants you to come to him. Because he doesn't want you to be in harm's way. The Holy Spirit will lead you. Because when you lean on your own understanding, you are not allowing him to protect you. You are not allowing him to give you understanding. You are leaning on your flesh. You are supposed to be leaning on your Holy Spirit. And we're going to dig deeper into that as well because you won't be able to tap into uh, the secret place and be able to listen to God and be able to know the plans that God has for you without the Holy Spirit. That's That's why he left us the Holy Spirit. So that we can be able to walk by faith. So that we can be able to hear him. So that we can be able to have our steps guided and know what to do and what not to do. It's it's like it's literally allowing the Holy Spirit to navigate through us. It's like we're cars and the Holy Spirit is the driver. <laughs> so it is so amazing, first of all. Second of all, it makes me feel good that he didn't just leave us here to just figure it out. He does, He wants us to be successful. He doesn't just want you to say, oh, well, I guess I just can't. I, I just can't figure it out. He wants you to say, God, I don't know what to do, but I know you do. And I trust you. And I know you'll lead and guide my steps. Get in your word. Get in your word. Pray. Worship. Be filled with the Holy Spirit so that you can be able to tap into everything God has for you and not fumble the bag. That's the key here, not to fumble the bag. It's not that he won't bless you even if you're doing nonsense. He has no problem blessing anybody. We know that. He blesses people in general. He loves He loves us and he, he blesses us. We have to learn to be obedient. We have to learn to seek him so that we can not just get the bare minimum. Do you really want the bare minimum or do you want everything he has for you? On earth as it is in heaven, he will bless you on earth. He will. He will bless you on earth. If you think he won't, I want you to think about all the people in the Bible. All these people that have land, they didn't wait till they got to heaven to get those things. God was blessing them with wealth. He's blessing them with, with children. Think about the people in the Bible. They weren't broke. They were wealthy. They lived long lives. God blesses his people. If you think you just have to sit here and just wait until it's your time to go and you're not going to enjoy life, you're, you're not here just to just die. You're here to help gain souls for the kingdom, of course. You're here to also enjoy your life because he loves you. He wants you to have a good life and a meaningful life. So follow him so that your life can be meaningful. Listen to him so that you he can guide your steps and you can receive all that he has for you. Just like the people in the Bible, 
they were led by God and God was leading them and he was telling them what they should and shouldn't do. They were being obedient. They were listening to him most of the time. I mean, we, you know, none of us are perfect. So, you know, sometimes we fall, but pay attention to those things. If you really want to tap into all God has for you, then live the life that he has for you. Don't put your own little spin on it. Ask him what he wants your next move to be. Don't try to, you know, try to do your own little thing after you ask him what to do. No, do exactly what he told you to do and the way he told you to do it and watch how it turns out for you. Watch how he blesses you for being obedient. Watch how he gives you more than what you even asked for, more than what you desire. Next, we're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 7 through 16. Know we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden, and that God destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. These are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. Spirit teaches all things, even the deep things of God, for who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them. In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God is freely given us. This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the spirit, explaining spiritual realities with spirit-taught word. The person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness. And cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. The person with the spirit makes judgments about all things. But such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? Let's look at verse 9 real quick. Verse 9 says, However, as it is written, What no eye has seen what no ear has heard, what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. So nobody has a clue the type of plans that God has for you. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no human, nobody knows what God has planned for you. Not even you. Unless the Holy Spirit tells you. So if you aren't feeding your spirit, if you aren't spending time with God, if you aren't living righteously so that you will not have anything clogging your ears so you will be able to hear him, how will you know what to do? How will you know how to move? How will you know what type of plans God has for you? This is why it's so important to live righteously. This is why it's so important to pick up your cross. This is why these things are important. It's not just because God has rules. It's not because he wants to control you. It's because he wants you to have an amazing life. And it's so crazy that people say, oh, he's controlling. Oh, if he's that type of God, then I don't want a relationship with him. He's the one and only true God. He looks out for his people. And 
He wants nothing but the best for us. Every day you have to go to war against your old self. Every day. Every day is a battle. Every day is not going to be easy. But are you going to pick up your cross? Now, it's okay if you stumble along the way, as long as you are on that right path, as long as you are picking that cross up and you are carrying it every day. Now, you might stumble some days, but as long as that cross is on your back and you are heading in the right direction, you got this. Keep pushing and keep walking towards Christ. Keep walking the path that he has you on. Do not go astray. Do not try to make a shortcut. Wait on him. Know that he will fulfill every promise that he has made you. Look at verse 10 through 12. It says, these are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. The spirit teaches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. So the Holy Spirit is the key to unlocking what God has for you. The Holy Spirit is the only way in. Seek God and delight in him. Let the Holy Spirit direct you and direct your steps. The Holy Spirit is the only way that you will be able to find out the plans that God has for you. Get in the secret place or the quiet place, whatever you want to call it. But spend time with God. Worship him. Read your Bible. That's all that means. That's what the secret place is. Where you go to to spend time with God and where you go to worship him. And where you get high in the spirit and you're able to just forget about everything else and strictly focus on God. That's what I mean. Next, let's go to verses 14 through 16. The person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. The person with the spirit makes judgments about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. Who has known the mind of the Lord as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. I feel like I forgot to read verse 16 when I read the whole thing to you guys earlier, so I apologize for that. Um, I'm trying to read off of my laptop as I'm recording, and that was probably a bad idea. I, this is the first time I've done that. But anyways, so don't expect other people to understand where God is taking you, even those close to you. Those who are not led by the Holy Spirit will not understand. They won't because they're unable to because they're thinking with their human brains and our human brains can't even wrap our heads around the things that God tells us or what God is saying. It's hard for us to understand. So when you're trying to tell people about what God has told you and they're not filled with the Holy Spirit, they will not understand and you can't expect them to. And honestly, really telling them unless God has told you to share that with them. But so they will not understand because God's plans are beyond human wisdom. The Holy Spirit is the only thing that will give people 
an understanding of the plans that God may have for them because don't let their human judgment and lack of understanding affect what God has told you and the promises that you know that he has told you that he will keep. Trust him and do not let those who don't understand try to poison your mind and and make you stray away from what God has already confirmed and told you because that leaves room for doubt. It leaves room for doubt and it leaves room for the devil to come and torment you and make you uh, lose your faith and not believe in what God has told you and not trust in him. Next, we're going to read Colossians chapter 3 verses 1 through 3. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ and God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Pay attention to verse 3. And it says, For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ and God. That old you is dead. And the old you probably wouldn't even understand any of this, any of the lifestyle that you're living. I know my old self would not be able to wrap her little brain around what's going on in my life right now. And that's okay. But that life is over now. You have died and now you are living a whole new life. And all the things that you need to know about this life is hidden with Christ. You need to seek Christ so that you can unlock the key to that door of your life. And you will be able to tap into everything that God has for you. That is how you find your purpose. That's how you figure out what you are called to do. That's how you figure out everything that God has for you. That is how you hold up your end of that pinky promise that you made with Jesus. Seek Jesus and delight in him. Remember what we said about that word delight. Everything that you don't know will be revealed to you. God's wisdom is a mystery, but he has sent us the Holy Spirit so that we will be able to tap into what is hidden. So just like any other relationship, God wants you to hold up your end of the promise. God wants a relationship with you. He wants you to be vulnerable. He wants you to be the real you. If you're upset, come to him upset. If you are confused and you don't know what the next step is, you don't know if you're, you're going about things the right way, come to him. Don't just try to figure it out. Come to him. That's when you need him the most. God is not the author of confusion. So if you're confused, you need to come to him. Because you must be operating in your flesh and not your spirit if you're confused. Be real with your father and let him share the game plan with you. The game plan of your life with you. He knows all the things you have to do to make sure you make it to that goal. He knows what things you have to break off of you in order for you to get to where you're trying to go. You don't. Only he can reveal those things to you. Okay, guys, so we're gonna end this off here. I pray that this was helpful to you guys. I pray that you guys are able to take something from this. I love all of you guys. Jesus loves you too. Stay holy and stay blessed. See ya.